0: HD
1: smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by ht smartcast electric vehicles are going to become the next best and big thing and with the rise in electric cars in the market there will also be a rise in electric vehicle insurance buyers as well so if you are one of those thinking to buy ev this podcast is for you Hello everyone, I'm Navneet Dubey from Mint's personal finance team. Today's topic of Why Not Mint Money podcast is Factors to consider when choosing a motor insurance policy for your electric vehicle. Before that, I would like to tell you that in our today's episode, we have invited Ashish Lath as an expert speaker today. He is the business head at insurancedeco.com. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Uh, So hi, Ashish. Welcome to the insurance episode. Hi, Namnit. Pleasure to be here. Okay, so my first question to you is, uh, what types of insurance policies are available for EVs, commonly known as electric vehicle?
0: Sure, Namnit. So, normally, before I really get down to the insurance policies, let me just give you a landscape of EVs in India. So, in 2021, we had 3.1 lakh EVs which got sold. This okay. number went up to 20, 4.1 lakh, lakh lakh vehicles in 2022. So, that's an increase of 33% in one year. Okay. In, F, uh, in uh, 2023... Uh, We are looking at uh, their estimates of more than uh, 6 lakh vehicles being sold in India. So the number would more or less double in a span of two years. So that's the kind of scale we are looking at. The government of India set a target of more than 30% EVs being sold uh, as a percentage of total vehicles by 2030. So EV is an upcoming segment, a big segment. Now, in okay. India, you cannot buy a vehicle without an insurance policy. It's mandated by law that you need to have a third-party insurance policy along with your vehicle. Okay. Now, what are the kinds of insurance policies that a consumer can buy when they buy a, their electric vehicle? To begin with, let me clarify, there are no special policies per se for electric vehicles. The macros are more or less same as what you get in a traditional or conventional petrol or diesel based vehicle but the fine details would differ from one policy to another one insurance company to another because the technology is not the same so you use a different technology for ev vehicles. so definitely the the finer details of the policy would not be the same as for conventional vehicles the different kind of policies that you can get so let me begin with the mandatory third party insurance policy the third party insurance policy basically covers a Uh, any damage that may happen to to a third-party property or injury that may happen to a third-party through your vehicle. Now, a third-party policy is mandated by the law. So, any vehicle that gets sold has to have a third-party insurance policy. Now, the good news over here is IIDI, which is a regulatory body for insurance in India, in order to push uh, EV usage in India, in 2020 they came out with a policy wherein there is a 15%, 15% discount on third party insurance uh, for EVs in India. So that makes it fairly competitive if you try and buy a third party insurance for EVs. So uh, so third party insurance is a first type of policy which protects you from any financial liability arising out of third party damage or injury due to your vehicle and it has a 15% discount compared to traditional, conventional fuel-based vehicles is okay. mandated by the Second type of policy would be uh, own damage policy. Now own damage policy basically covers any damage that may happen to your vehicle, to your electric vehicle because of any natural calamity like floods, uh, an earthquake, hurricane, cyclone, any natural calamity. So it covers damage to your vehicle because of that. It covers any accidental damage that may happen to your vehicle, either because of any third party or because of your own negligence or anything that you may do. So, any damage that happens, it would cover that as well. It covers the theft of your vehicle in case your vehicle gets stolen. That also gets covered in the own damage policy. So, these are some of the things which get covered. Uh, Its Own Damage Policy is not mandated by law, but it's advisable that anyone who is buying an electric vehicle or if you already own one, you should definitely take an Own Damage Policy as well. Uh, Simply because, electric vehicles are also very very expensive to maintain. Now, in case of any damage that may happen, it's better to have a policy and not really pay from your own pocket. Okay. So, so second is the Own Damage Policy. Uh, What an own damage policy does not include or does not cover is any electrical or mechanical breakdown of the vehicle. When I say an electrical or mechanical breakdown, so for example, if there is any issue, any any problem with your engine, the engine of your vehicle, then that will not get covered or any part if that uh, goes bad by itself. For example, any lights or any audio system or any damage, any electrical or mechanical breakdown that will not be covered by the own damage policy. It will also not cover any intentional damage that you may or anyone else may cause to your vehicle. It doesn't cover, so intentional damage is not covered. It doesn't cover if you're driving without your license or if you've broken any laws or any traffic laws or if you are driving under the influence of alcohol or any other substance, that doesn't get covered either.
1: So, these are some of the exclusions which are not covered. So, like uh, what factors should one consider when choosing an insurance policy for their EVs? Sure, Namneet. So, Namneet, to begin with, uh, EVs are a fairly new
0: technology. They've only been in existence for a few years compared to The traditional, the conventional uh, petrol and diesel based vehicles, which have been around for almost 100 odd years. So, a few factors which one should keep in mind while uh, getting insurance for their uh, electric vehicle are uh, to begin with, uh, look for uh, the list of network garages that the insurance company offers. Not every uh, garage would really repair uh, an electric vehicle. In majority cases, a customer would have to go to the OEM workshop to get their vehicle repaired. So it's always good to check uh, the number of garages in your in your city in your vicinity that uh, your insurance company offers has a tie-up with. And if the OEM for uh, your EV OEM has a tie-up with the insurance company, that will result in uh, you getting a cashless facility at the OEM. So that's one. Uh, the the network of garages and if your oem is covered or not secondly uh look for work uh, buy insurance policy from larger insurance companies now why do i say this like i said earlier evs are an evolving technology and fairly new technology the smaller players may not really have uh, in some cases may not really have the expertise the underwriting expertise the the product expertise or they may not have sufficient number of plans to really offer you. So it's advisable to go with larger insurance companies who would be able to give you the right kind of product for your EV. Thirdly, uh, look for insurance companies which offer some of the very essential add-on covers. Now this may not really apply in case you are buying an insurance policy for a conventional fuel-based vehicle. But these apply and they play a very important part when you're buying uh, insurance for an electric vehicle. Uh, the, the the few add-ons that I would really recommend and that would really make a, be a decisive factor in which insurance policy or which insurance company you really go with. To begin with, your insurance company should offer a zero debt cover, that is zero depreciation cover add-on along with your vehicle policy. Now, why do you need a zero depreciation cover? Because, like I said, EVs are a fairly new phenomenon. You do not really get their spare parts very easily in the market. So you have to rely on OEM spare parts, which can be very expensive to buy. Uh, and also not everyone can repair EV. So repairing would also be fairly expensive. Now, getting a zero-depth cover makes sure that in case of any repair to be done on your vehicle, you get full value for the For the new parts that you're putting in the car and you do not have to pay the the difference or the depreciated amount now this may seem small but it becomes a big issue we've seen many many cases where customers had an ev they did not opt for zero debt cover and when the when the repair bill came they were shocked because the the value of spare parts was very high and even the depreciated amount which they had to pay from their pocket was significant so opt for an insurance company, opt for an insurance plan where you can also take a 0 dep add-on cover. Oh. Secondly, a lot of insurance plans for EVs do not cover battery separately. Now, what do I mean over here? Some of the insurance for example, in case your battery gets stolen, which is again fairly common in a lot of RTOs right now, in a lot of geographical areas in India. Yeah. So in case only battery gets stolen, your insurance plan may not cover the battery because it may have a condition that theft gets covered only if it's a theft of the entire vehicle and not a part of it now when a traditional conventional vehicle gets stolen the entire vehicle gets stolen but in ev what we've seen is only the battery gets stolen because that is probably 40 to 50 percent of your total cost of the of the car so Look for an insurance plan or an insurance company which either offers you battery protection separately as a part of your core policy or if it's not a part of the core policy, then it should be as an add-on. You should be able to opt for battery protection as a separate add-on and please opt for that. It's again, uh, sorry for being uh, repetitive, but it's a very, very common issue being faced by a lot of customers where the battery gets stolen uh, and nothing happens to the entire vehicle. So, please... Opt for a plan which offers you battery protection. Okay. Okay. Which can be almost forty to fifty percent of your total uh, the total cost of the vehicle. Okay. Then. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So these are some of the features uh, which should uh, which one should look for, and definitely uh, the the final and the most important uh, in terms of pricing would be what is the IDV, the insured declared value, or the market value that your insurance company offers. Because your premium is directly proportional to the IDV of the vehicle, higher the IDV higher the premium. Now I would advise not to go for a very high IDV, neither go for very low IDV either. Because if you go for very high IDV, the premium will shoot up and it it is usable, use, useful only in case of total loss or theft of the vehicle. Now if you go for very low IDV, then you may have to put money from your pocket in case of uh, A heavy damage to the vehicle or total loss of the vehicle. So look for insurance companies or plans where you can actually choose the IDV that you want. Uh, A lot of companies are flexible with their plans. They give you a minimum and a maximum IDV and you can play within that range and you can choose an IDV of uh, what that you want and you pay premium accordingly. So do that Uh, and uh, finally look for uh, once all the above criteria are met, look for the company which offers you the the cheapest insurance plan or uh, which offers you some uh, either additional benefit or offers you uh, some discount. A lot of companies keep coming out with periodic discounts or additional benefits on the policy. So if you happen to buy a policy during that period, please opt for a company which gives you something more. Okay.
1: Okay. So like as you said, uh, one gets 15% discount on their third party premium. So like, how does the cost of insurance for an EV differs from that of a traditional gasoline powered vehicles?
0: See, uh, let's uh, talk about this with an example. Now, if you happen to buy a Tata Nexon car in India, so you get Nexon in EV variant, you get Nexon in petrol variant and you get Nexon in diesel variant. Now, generally the cost of a diesel variant would be probably 80 to 90 K more. Uh, compared to a petrol variant. So, if you have a petrol variant selling at probably uh, 9 lakh rupees, a diesel variant would probably be somewhere near 10 lakh rupees. Now, if you go for an EV variant of the same car, the same model, everything else is same, it's only the fuel type that differs, uh, it would probably end up costing somewhere near 15 lakh rupees. So, that's 6 lakh rupees more compared to a petrol variant and 5 lakh rupees more compared to a diesel variant. The point I'm trying to make over here is that AV vehicles because of probably smaller scale right now, probably it's a new upcoming technology. So uh, they are more, much, much more expensive compared to the conventional fuel based vehicles. Now, because they are more expensive, that's and uh, for other factors like uh, lack of uh, spare parts option uh, from non OEM players and lack of uh, local garage repair options. The plans are the insurance plans for EVs are much, much more expensive compared to a conventional fuel based vehicle. The 15% discount being offered by IDA actually makes the plan competitive for third party insurance. But otherwise, you can easily expect a EV vehicle to have anything up to 20 25% more expensive insurance if you go for a comprehensive plan. If you go only for own damage, then it would end up being competitive because there's a discount that you get. So, like I said, the plans are much more, uh, compared to the conventional fuel-based vehicles. If you're going for an own damage or comprehensive plan, if you're going only for third-party damage, then yes, the plans should be more less competitive.
1: Okay, okay. So, like, uh, how can one compare and choose between different insurance provider and policies for their EVs while buying on your portal? See, so we have the
0: option to compare insurance plans. Uh, uh, so as a, as a consumer, you can go to, for example, uh, insurancego.com there are other players as well in the market where you can go and you can enter the basic information for your vehicle, like your uh, vehicle registration number and the other details are pulled uh, directly by the, um, by the platform from the Vahan database, which is owned by the government. And based on that, you would be shown certain plans. Now you can either choose to go into details of a particular plan from a particular insurance company, or you can even compare uh, two or more plans. And when you compare two or more plans, it will show you a comparison for uh, on the premium. It will show you comparison on IDV. It would also show you comparison on the key inclusions and exclusions. Accordingly, a consumer can compare the various features and the, uh, the premium amount which they would be paying, and they can decide which insurance company to go with which insurance plan they should opt for. Okay. There would also be an option to look at what add-ons are offered by each insurance plan and accordingly, a consumer can decide if they want to go with company A or plan A and which add-ons they want to go with. So, you can easily compare and this functionality is present on insurance. But it's also present uh, on other, the, the big insurance portals. Not all insurance companies may offer the, insurance intermediaries may offer the, the compare feature but at least the Top three or four platforms, consumer insurance platforms in
1: India would offer this functionality. Okay, okay. Okay, thank you so much, Ashish, for your valuable input. Thanks a lot, Navneet. Pleasure to be here on the show. That brings us to the end of our episode. If you would like to know more or make suggestions of a personal finance topic that you want us to cover, you can reach out to me on Twitter at amnavneetdube. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode.